hip, and lots of lift. The ticket covers the spread this season. On Cowboys Game Day, it's TC and Jake. Sports Radio 1310, KTCK Dallas Fort Worth. Hello, folks. TC and Jake here. Coming to you with a hot cup of coffee and a smile. Should I hear you in my uh, headphones or no? It doesn't matter. Okay. Didn't I don't think you, you ever hear to play. me. That's fair. I don't have any audio. If you, if, I guess I should have asked you before we were on the air. Nah, we're good. Audio. No, I've, I'm beating myself up. It's going to be fine because I've, I've got a lot. i got a lot to say. Okay. Uh, I love it. But I was like, you have been promising Oprah for a month and you don't have a job now. Like, where is this open? I thought about texting you about it today. Yeah, no. So, but I, you know, it's just whatever. I, I came close many times. I, I nearly came through for you on a number of fronts. And <laughs> as a longtime friend of yours, I've come to just accept that as that's okay. <laughs> that means at some point it will happen. Most of the time, he doesn't even remember I'm alive. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've been uh, you've been tied up with CJ Car News. That's absolutely. I haven't been able to do anything else. I saw, him. dude, I saw uh, Stu Cedar on Saturday. Hell yeah. Was he crying? Uh, he was not, but you could tell, I mean, the wound was fresh. Yeah. I love Stu Cedar. Like, I don't know. He's just a if really. If you can't get Lloyd Carr's grandson, who's going to play for you? And you've got Lloyd Carr with a Notre Dame hat on. Hell <laughs> That's yeah. Just, I don't know. That's a shot across uh, across the bow right there. I mean, you know, quarterback at Notre Dame's got a special prestige. I don't know that anywhere else in the country can match that, and I think we're seeing it. Stu had some questions about whether or not the uh, the newness will wear off our new HC. Hey, I mean, I'm not going to do fake Stu. That's mean. <laughs> but he's like, you know, if they're a nine-win team in a couple years from now, is it still going to seem so cool to have the young coach? Uh, yes, do I guess any time a coach doesn't win, he seems bad. True. We're hoping that he wins. I, I don't mean to pit you and Stu against one another. No, I love Stu. I hope Stu knows that. Although I don't know why I'm like saying this like Stu's going to listen. Ever. I don't, I don't think he's like a big Ever. fan of, I, no. of our show. Like more just the, I don't know. I, it's not like I'm alluding to beef. I love Stu. You obviously love Stu. We both love Stu. I hope Stu's listening. It was really cool, man. Like we had a, a going away thing for, for Danny and Saroy on Saturday. Stu game? Oh, yeah. Tight. And you just don't really get like that many people in one place together. It was like they bought out one nostalgia. I don't know. I bought out, but they closed it down for a few hours for us. And it was really, really cool, man. That's it was tight. really fun. Wonderful. That's my whole report. Okay. I bought new shoes. You like the confetti tongue? I do like. I like everything about those. I think I'm becoming an Air Max guy. Okay. Late in life. Yeah, well, we're not late in life. We're at midlife. Well, I spent a lot of money on like dunks. If you that got I just Air Maxes don't really in think your work 60s, for me. you could say that. Yeah. You think the dunks don't work for you? I just think they're too fat. Okay. I think they're too thick, too fat. They're good for like fall and winter. Okay. But being like SB dunk guy when it's 105 outside, like I look way too Bucky Lassick. <laughs> I've got the perfect solution for what to wear on your feet when it's 105. I don't know if you saw them out there. Uh, nothing. Uh, no, no, no. I invested in a hot pair of orange Crocs. Oh my God. That was only a matter of time. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, I feel like it's your final form. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got them for, I'm, I'm back from my beach vacay. I got them for the beach vacay and everyone in the family, 
uh, whenever they show up, it's like, look at this guy, Crocs. And uh, by the end of the week, every single person that like asked to try them on, and then like, like you know, like, hey, I'm just running that real quick. You mind if I pop them on? Yeah. And then they come back and they just love them. Yeah. And they've all ordered three, four pair. Dude, Megan's already ordered a pair. <laughs> of course. This is dope. I love it. No, you're, I mean, you're a croc guy before crocs were invented. <laughs> you know, the first time I saw them, I certainly wasn't a fan. I felt the way everyone else feels right now, but. I don't know. The the versatility in a beach setting, it really can't be beat. Fantastic. I love that for you. <laughs> it's been a minute, man. It has. I missed you. It's uh it's rare that we go this long without uh sitting down face to face recording a show. The Jurassic Park movie sucks. Oh, don't say that. Dude, it's not good. I mean, I'm going to go see it. I was going to see it today, but you know, it was either that or nap and well, here I am. Be calling you. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird too because like I think all the things that I hate about it are things that actually make it like a fairly like we talk about this with Arrival all the time because I've only seen like four movies. Mhm. The reason I like Arrival is that it has, it it does seem to be like a fairly accurate representation of what would happen if extraterrestrials actually came to Earth. Like it's yeah. it's not as Mars a taxi. Um, yeah, so this is like, is like if we were really with dinosaurs. That sounds well, dope. Well, from the sense that like all the parts that we make fun of it for, I think are accurate in that like if they actually somehow had to contend with dinosaurs, they would a hundred percent be weaponized. Yep. Like they would be there would be like a CIA wing that dealt specifically in dinos. Dino force. There would be like trafficking. Mm-hmm. So like all that stuff. In the movie seems really, really ridiculous, but it's also the stuff that kind of actually feels, I don't know, like halfway realistic, but it's just not a good movie. It's two hours and 25 minutes, and it's two hours and 25 minutes of nothing but running from dinosaurs. That's pretty much it. Now, I can already tell without looking at you that you're thinking, that sounds awesome. Uh, I don't hate it. <laughs> There's just not much to it, which sucked. Megan and I I was really excited about it. And I knew it was going to suck too, you know? That's the thing is like you have a whole theater You were really excited about it and you knew it was going to suck. So it was hard to square. I was really excited about it because it's dinosaurs. Now, I will tell you, Prehistoric Planet fucking rocks. I don't know if you've watched any of it. No, I mean, I'm... I think I'm just going to go against your advice on both counts. I'm going to see the movie and I'm not going to watch Prehistoric Planet. Fair. I might. I don't know. I liked... I didn't see... This is a good example. I liked the Will Smith... Disney Plus thing. I don't know if you checked that out. No, I know you asked me to, but, but I didn't. Getting bombed and putting on an episode of that is a, a good time. But I watched two, and then I haven't seen any since. What's the it's premise just, there? Uh, it just Will Smith thinks the Earth is cool. Oh, okay. He's just yeah. like going to different places on there and be like, "Look how cool this is." That's different than the one they did with like Lil Yachty. Maybe it's the same. I don't know. Well, here's the thing about Prehistoric Planet. Um, it's kind of like uh, – I've seen this at sports bars before mm-hmm. where like uh, there's a guy and he's on like a first couple dates with a woman mm-hmm. and he needs to present himself as sports guy. Because nothing women love more, but go ahead. And they'll try to like – he's trying to like say something and in my mind I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Like that's three wrong things in like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's how it is with me watching the dinosaur show with Kristen. Yeah. Because 
I don't really have a good answer for a very basic question, which is, how do they know? How do they know? And she's asked me different versions of how do they know like five times the past three days. That's and that is also like, my oh, question. Fucking bones. They got 3D imaging graphics. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and at every point, I'm like, this is all just made up. Whatever. And I love it, but I try to like present myself to her as like, oh, no, the top people in the field. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I'm an no expert idea. on dinosaurs. Ask me anything. <laughs> yeah, except for like the most basic question you could possibly ask Next me question. Next <laughs> question. Re-rack. Uh, yeah, no, whenever I was listening to uh, the, the guy on Joe Rogan that thinks the pyramids were built with our minds, he oh, wow. was uh, really... Uh, he, I mean, he made a ton of great points throughout. I think I've said that every time I mentioned them. Uh, but w- one of them was he seemed to. I mean, I'd like to hear the rebuttal, but he had uh, some shocking facts about like how we uh, quote unquote know like anything about prehistoric man. He's like these people that tell me like I'm an idiot for going on this evidence. They've got like one bone. Yeah. Like in the whole fucking world, they're like, well, I know it must be this because I, you know, I found this femur from this many years ago. It's bullshit, dude. All of this stuff is resting on very thin evidence. I think that, like, I, I, I think we know this, that you and I are both aware of this about like all science stuff, but the honest answer to 99% of scientific inquiries don't is. Don't fucking know. Yeah. I, don't fucking I've got know. a guess, but it's, it's not much better. I mean, throwing darts here, basically. But no one like like if you're an expert on dinosaurs and every answer is uh, you tell me, <laughs> then yeah. uh, you're not gonna have a job long. So people come up with answers, but these answers are based on next to nothing. So I'd still like I'm sure it's still a cool show. Like if you're enjoying it, then you're enjoying it. And like I I would anticipate that it represents the best, most accurate information that we have. And so, you know, it's worthwhile to say here in the year 2022, this is the most we know about dinosaurs. That's tight. But uh, I don't know. The the I, I suspect that we don't know shit about dinosaurs. Yeah. This uh, calls to mind. Do you know that they sold like the – I think it's actually from the movie, the T-Rex skeleton for $32 million. That's dope. At uh, – is it Christie's? I'd pay 33 Does that sound like an auction house? It's definitely. An auction, auction house? house. Yeah. So yeah. that's the one. Um, and that's like the one, you know what I mean? Oh, really? <laughs> like, well, they don't really have like replicable. I mean, they got thousands two. of these out there. Was they, it, was it the, who bought the Christie's one? Don't know. Cause the, the field museum has Sue, the dinosaur skeleton. This one's name is stand. Okay. Probably related. And I, I think that Sue is, is pretty complete. Like, I know what you're seeing there. Like, it's some, you know, recreations of bones and shit like that. Uh, it's also the largest T-Rex skeleton they've ever found. I see that now. You uh, it, Next time you're in Chicago, Field Museum is fucking incredible in general. But, yeah, Sue's the, the star. It used to be that the second you walked in, uh, you saw Sue. They got a bigger dinosaur skeleton. It's not a T-Rex. So, the, Sue is still the largest T-Rex. But now they got two of the dopest dinosaur skeletons in, in display in the public world, and both right there on the, on the lakefront. How's Izzy on the dino front? Because we're Big deep fan. in it. Yeah, uh, we're deep. Not really like, you know, I mean, as you're surely aware, they go through cycles on all this stuff. Uh, but uh, she, uh, Dino Ranchers, 
the Canadian broadcasting television show. She's a big fan. You're shaking your head. You don't like the Dino Ranchers? I Not don't. a fan of the D-I-N-O, D-I-N-O, D-I-N-O ranch? The dinosaur ranch. <laughs> dinosaur. I'm not a, they I'm, come from different places. Oh, Jesus Christ, DC. <laughs> not good. I not like good. the song. Hey, uh, I will tell you this. This is one of the coolest things uh, it, that costs like five bucks that Nora loves. A little bath bomb. Oh, yeah. We, we see the those? colors. And I'm like. With like, a dino we just in have the middle a, of it. A dino in the middle. Okay. It's I'm, an egg. I'm getting it right now. Dude, I'm telling you. We got them for. Uh, I think it might have been her birthday, but yeah, like they dissolve, and at the middle of them, got a little stegosaurus, little uh, you know, they all have names. You know this. I'm partial to Speedy. This solves a great problem. This is that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. That's I'm, it. yeah. I'm, I'm getting two of them because uh, every day for the last three weeks, I've uh, had a flash of absolutely hating myself because. Uh, <laughs> uh harper we invited him to izzy's birthday party and he's like yeah we got some stuff i can't make it i'm very sorry but don't worry we'll send the gift and his daughter was born like a month later and the exact same thing happened Ooh. and the birthday was like a month ago and uh, i'm like you do realize this is how people like uh you know form the opinion that you don't know that they're there yeah and uh the thing is i do know <laughs> but i don't do anything productive with the cycle i just get bad feelings about myself well but the problem is that i don't have a good idea and now it's done so harper if you're listening uh however long it takes amazon to get it to you enjoy my man the one problem you'll have with that though is it's tough to wean them off of it like you need like a narcam for <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm well aware because of the colors, yeah. like the little color tab she throws in, and yeah. she won't stop at one. Double up, <laughs> dude. We're 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 lucky if it's two. Whoa, okay. <laughs> she just breezes through these things. I mean, I don't know what kind of regime you're running. I suspect that every single other parent on earth is running a more restrictive a regime tighter than ship. I am. <laughs> Whatever, to each their own. Like I'm trying to talk her into we're not just made of color tabs here, but if push comes to even the slightest bit of shove, I'm you'll like, throw a third one in there, yeah, dude. Yeah, make it five. Who gives a fuck? Like you know, <laughs> once, once she shows she really like, if she's still excited at the third one, you know. And Let's it's like, I'm keep getting going the top get to I want. Diminishing returns. Yeah. Sure. I, I get my money's worth. Sure. Yeah, the uh, the church summer daycare, I don't know if you want to hit this topic. Yeah, let's do it. Is uh, <laughs> they're doing, it's like dinosaur themed. Okay. So Great. This is another thing that Kristen asked me the other day. Like, you know, you've seen the the app. Uh, there's, there's like a child care application that a ton of these places use like it's not proprietary to the to the daycare of the church and it's like today's lesson uh creation dinosaur of the day ankylosaurus i'm like huh like kristen looked at it and was like how are they gonna square this I'm like well they probably won't have to but that's not Explain a bad question <laughs> walk me through it that's yeah. great yeah and they got uh, a creation day i talked about this with kj last week by the way, he was awesome. I listened. I enjoyed. That was so much fun. Uh, we had to have a follow-up audition at the Montessori today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm waiting to I see. I mean, you weren't thinking you were going to get second interview. Yeah. So. so see, the thing you got to remember see how is it goes, but. she's competing against the other three-year-olds. None of them are walking in nascent. Although I Dude, had, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But then why are they requesting a second interview then? Like, that seems like an obvious... You I know, mean, some of like, these three-year-olds, I guess, might be a little more. 
They must. But I don't think any of them are like pulling up, taking a seat, and just like studiously staring at the teacher while she gives out the info. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I hit me with another factor. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I don't know. It's weird, and I felt like defensive about it. You know? Oh, sure. For like the first time, I was like, man, that's. It didn't feel good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, I mean, we certainly didn't get our pick of uh, preschools around here, but it wasn't a, we examined your child and found her wanting. That seems more personal. <laughs> it felt personal. Just just being like, we're full. It's like, well, what are you going to do? They what don't hate that? our kid. What was that documentary They're a couple years ago? About preschools? Nah, it was like, well, do you not know what I'm talking about? It was like a... Uh, is there like a lottery system like in some big cities? Got to be, but I don't know what a documentary related to it. It was really depressing. It's tight. Can't wait to see it. Uh, I'll watch the prehistoric thing first. It may have just been called the lottery. Like it's about charter schools. Yeah. So how does it work for you guys? It's not just like geographically based. Uh, So I just mean like trying to find like the place that she's in right now. Like, uh, you know, we got recommendations for a couple of cool ones over here, but whenever we called them, they were like, we don't have space. Okay. Um, for, uh, the pre-K stuff, uh, we, so the DISD has free pre-K if you're not, like a lot of big cities now are moving to this where it's, you just start school at three because there's a ton of research saying that that's excellent. Like it, it makes a big difference. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and so the DISD kind of like half did it where if you qualify for assistance, then they'll just cover it for you otherwise. But I mean, even the otherwise is like, I think it's less than what we're paying at the current place. So we did, we got her in, uh, she's going to go to the elementary school that she would have gone to, but that, you know, that starts in, see, this is the thing. This is my, uh, I mean, it's not quite a rant, but I got, you know, I got, can I point something out real quick? Absolutely. So, uh, the lottery, the uh-huh. 2010 documentary, which was, uh, I don't know, it was at Tribeca. It was, have you never seen this? No. Okay. It was super depressing. It's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. This movie was directed by Madeline Sackler. <laughs> oh, I was like, but as you finish it, as you're going through that, the, the, the name, I'm like, I don't know any big Madeline to, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's just the second part. <laughs> it's just that second part. Well, you know, she's, uh, how did she find fire. the funding? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think I, mean, I like, liked that movie until five minutes ago. I don't know. I have no idea her connection to the family. I always wonder about stuff like, like. Listen, they don't need anyone writing for them, and I'm not necessarily writing for them. Please don't do this. But as someone who doesn't, like, represent the rest of my family, like, it's not like if you knew my dad and, like, didn't like my dad that you'd be like, well, TC, like, I'm not, I mean, I don't know. We're, we're not that similar. You know what I mean? I'm someone who's not a ton like everyone else in my family, so I know that it's possible. And if I was like, dude, like I love my family, but uh, if I was, and I certainly there are plenty of our people like this of like, you know, the, uh, you don't like them. I got to live with them. You know, like, yeah, you know, if, if you're the number one Sackler hater and you're Madeline Sackler, what do you do? You know, you got these guys in this podcast coming at you. You're not going to change your name. I mean, you might. Changing a last name seems like a real difficulty i don't know anything about this woman with her without get married to a don't marry a cousin 
That'd be uh, my big advice. Yeah. I think if you're like a billionaire woman, you just don't change your name. Well, if you're like a, did, Al, did the if you're like a billionaire woman, one of the good billionaires, which you know, uh, ask this podcast to name one. We can't. Then, then yeah, it's straightforward enough. Uh, but if you're a billionaire of the Sackler billionaires, I think I might take my husband's name. Yeah, you might want to duck that one. It's and an I guess easy Wal- way out. Walton isn't really like as negatively. I don't think that connoted. they're embarrassed about Walton. Right. Whereas I suspect that the Sacklers at this point probably don't love. Because like I'll bet that in the Walton's everyday life, whenever you say like I'm so and so Walton, like the people standing in front of you probably suck your dick about it. Whereas You're probably right. Yeah. I bet that the Sacklers like probably once a month. I mean, they're pretty insulated. Somebody's throwing an ice cream at him or something. or I mean, Maybe not that far, but just like they hear about it and they're like, oh. Yeah. No, you're probably right. I think Alice Walton is like actually cool though. The one that uh, killed that guy? Talking about the one that killed that guy? Is she the, the one that killed that guy? That Like she was drunk or something, right? Uh, it was early in the morning. She I don't was think on it was her way her. to work. I don't think it was her. Okay. It was a female Walton. Although we've we've seen before that, uh, but it was just all very quick. The sheriffs within like a half hour were like, "There's just nothing further to see here." The rich lady ran over your relative. You're gonna need to move on. You were right. It is Alice Walton. Strike the last two minutes from the record. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude. Lots of people who get DUIs are cool. <laughs> I've known several. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, how cool is that guy? Yeah. Uh, I've never right, met go, him, but I bet he's rant. great. Uh, Are we talking yeah. about my guy? Yeah. Well, he had like eight. Huh? He had like eight. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he's he's really cool. Yeah, I think he's legally my godfather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. No. So That's where I come from. Just the the as you know, I'm I. I, I was never part of the hang zone, so I don't know that I can be part of the dumb zone, but I feel like in spirit, uh, it comes up often enough. Sure. So I don't know if this is parent dumb Editor zone. Editor emeritus. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, so I just, uh, I, was anyone else surprised by this or am I the dumbest person on earth? We reached like May and Megan was like, uh, we got to find something to do with the kid. And I'm like, different from what we've been doing? like it's a preschool it's not a fucking and she's like they've got a summer class and i'm like great sign up for that and she's like well i did it doesn't start for a month like a month yeah and it might not be every day it's not that's the other thing too is like even our you know dinosaur daycare normally three days a week now two yeah and that part we actually didn't know <laughs> yeah no i, I randomly they're like yeah don't come back tomorrow we're like what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what if I do show up tomorrow? What's going to happen then? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'm just staring down the barrel of a, a month and, you know. You're uh, not that busy, though. Yeah. Thank you to my employer for making it a moot point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because at this point, we're, we're through the woods because it was just I did watch her the first week that I got fired. We were going to be on the beach the second week with her anyways. And then the third week, well, upon learning all this, I scrambled and uh, was able to find a, a place that, uh, dude, it, it was like the uh, preschool thing of, uh, I just didn't start nearly early enough. There's yeah. a lot of really cool stuff that was booked up two months ago, you know? 
Yeah, we uh, we were actually talking about this the other day. Like, there's so much stuff in Grapevine, which it's like, if I'm going to have to live in a racist, uh, backwards... Warhammer infested. Uh, Patriot mobile mm-hmm. run suburb, like, I should definitely be taking advantage of all the cool, like, summer opportunities. Because Kristen said she took her to the library just the other day, and there were, like, five different things happening. And they all seemed like there's, like, a drawing class, you know? I'm going to bet like, that none of them were drag queen story time. I don't think that any of them were drag queen story time, which we can talk about that if you want. I don't want. Really. Uh, people got really mad at me about that. Why? Uh, because I compared it to the Mavs dancers. How so? Go on. Uh, just the general idea that people have normalized taking your kid to a Mavs game pre-pants DJ. And uh-huh. it's like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, you can just look at ass and titties. Yeah, so it's not like but we if hate it's like, sexualized things. It's right. just the ones that you don't personally prefer. Right. If you're getting horny, your kid can see as much of it as you want. Yeah, our own Overton not, horny window. Yeah, I, I think and probably I, and, the yeah. right thing is no Mavs dancers, right? Well, yeah, sure. But if we're just comparing what exists to this new thing, I'm like, that yeah. doesn't seem that different to me. Like... It's uncomfortable to me. It's uncomfortable to me to watch like a football game with my dad and see like cheerleaders. I just don't like the concept of my dad being horny. Sure. You know, so I don't know, but people people were mad. Yeah, I can see how they'd be mad. It's a topic where people really seem to have a lot of emotions, which yeah. uh, is weird to me because I don't feel strongly either way. Like, yeah. I don't know. Both of you guys seem to have some points. I I don't know. I don't know. So you got her into the one thing. Got her into the one thing, and uh, it's in uh, like the it's it's a, a chain. I think that they have like some in Houston and like a couple different locations around here. Um, and so you know that each location's like got a name or whatever, and uh, the name on art like of just the area. So she goes to the uh, the Preston Hollow uh preschool or, well no the kid kid camp thing well hello absolutely uh yeah i got what i showed up in the the drive through line you know the like pickup line or whatever i'm like i was expecting more from y'all <laughs> um i only see like one beamer here but uh i was in the line and the thing i was thinking about that i wanted to to get your thoughts on is surely like whenever we're talking about the demographics, like whatever I'm thinking, well, like, and like, I don't think grapevine sucks, but like in the same way that you seem to, I have a lot of concerns, you know, uh, just, how could you not <laughs> the news news headline after news headline is revealing that my neighbors might think different things. than I thought that they thought, uh, and I was just wondering about how, like, because I, I saw Brandon Formby's uh, triangle thing. Yeah. And, like, what's the difference between Preston Hollow and the areas in the triangle? Like, I would have lumped them in in exactly the same group. Like, I just, like, Dallas is a big enough city that the people in Preston Hollow aren't going to be able to control, like, what, I, and I mean, to a large extent, they do. But, like, on cultural issues, you know, uh, like, they're, they're not going to be able to, like, rewrite DISD uh according to their image right which so, has like, happened 
and yeah. Grapevine Call Evil Southwick for but sure. But it doesn't even really seem to me like Preston Hollow is trying to rewrite DISD into the same image that Grapevine, or I don't even, I mean, Southlake, I feel comfortable singling out as an example. I don't know what Grapevine, I mean, I don't, it doesn't sound like good things are happening, but it hasn't been like uh, we're banning minorities yet, right? Well, no, but it's really just, man, I'm going to shoot all the way from the hip here, but uh the grapevine colleyville thing is really just they were second yeah i mean there, there's no difference i mean they they adopted the exact same playbook the exact same political action committee was involved in funding their school board election um i think city council but i can't really recall but the school board it's the exact same website i mean literally oh, yeah. the same website um so the shoot from the hip part is and you know what? I remember thinking this when I met uh, your friend, your friend Austin's parents. Okay, it was like because they live over there, right? I'm trying to think of which Austin you're referring to. They they live. I think I only have one friend named Austin. They live in Denton. They they were in Richardson before that. What friend do you have whose parents live in that area? I'm trying to remember. I I don't. I feel like you do. I think I do. But it I, doesn't matter. He'll probably hear this. But there's like a certain type of person who carves out an enclave i feel like in every major city probably particularly in southern major cities where <laughs> they've done pretty well for themselves and they're also like extreme cent centro libs yeah and those people typically don't move to the suburbs because those are people that in my mind are like they want to be close to, to things that are like culturally vibrant and they're not like afraid of people who don't look like them. See, I think Preston Hollow. I but would, I haven't I spent that much time there. I would not be inclined either. to say that they're they're not afraid of people who look like that. Like, you know, you know way more about that than I do. I just figure the, it's like an old, you know, just sort find of like the old, minorities that live there. You know, like. Well, see, that's the thing is that's where you get into the very uh, the guy who looks like Joe Madden from Get Out type vibes to yeah, it. You know, yeah. But he still, doesn't look like Joe Madden. He looks like Dan McDowell. You think so? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's uh, it's Eric from Billy Madison, first and foremost. Is it? But it, it looks, he looks a ton to, like, yeah, Bradley Whitford. That's Eric? Yeah, yeah. He's aged like a fine wine. He absolutely <laughs> has. <laughs> but, you know, I to me, and maybe it's just because I've spent most of my life around middle class suburban white people. And to me, like as have I, yeah. they they had yeah, but see, I even not feel, the same. Yeah, yeah I even right. feel like like the Northern Burb thing was almost like Preston Hollow before Preston Hollow existed as a as a a center lib like enclave where you did grow up around more people who were not. I don't know if I want to say exactly like you, but there's a certain type of person who really wants to live in a Tarrant County suburb. <laughs> and that person, if they could afford to, would not live in Preston Hollow. They want a new house. They don't want a house that's been there for 50 to 75 years. They don't find that cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't, and I don't know, again, shooting from the hip, but uh, there's also the fact that it's part of a larger county that is, that that covers like a much larger area that's much more diverse. So like voting power is distribute a little bit differently yeah and i i just i i guess i the thing i'm getting at is that is, is kind of what you're saying of like i, I tended to think like whenever the south lake thing is going on i'm like 
it's a concentrated group of rich whites. Like, of course they're acting this way. Yeah. Like, what other way would they act? But here I'm, I'm faced with another concentrated group of rich whites that, you know, I'm sure that we could find headlines. Like, it's not like they're doing none of it, you know. But it doesn't appear like most of the people live there in Patriot Front. Which I is, would agree, yeah. Which is really unfair, the grapevine at South Lake. I apologize. I don't know how to talk about this without taking shots. But uh, but I, I like I, I th- now that I'm thinking about it, I think what you're saying is right. I mean, like I, I don't think that uh, Plano and, and North Richland Hills are the exact same place, uh, even though you know they've they've got many similarities. So, so I, I guess I'm just interested in the uh, the the you know the things that make places different, despite uh, you know an outsider quickly assuming that they're the same. I don't know. No, no, it, it makes total sense to me. But it's also one of those things that I can scarcely explain because i can only kind of feel it yeah yeah and i i wonder but i can feel it <laughs> on the school board stuff like preston hollow uh they don't send their kids to the isd schools and i bet that if saint mark's is adopting you know like crt band stuff that they it wouldn't surprise me if they were better at doing it quietly than your average place well it's private too right yeah so yeah. you don't have to you don't really have to do anything. You just yeah, wave a wand. And just the the head of the school that you hired, like that your cabal selected, right? And uh, you pay. You know, just yeah. call, send him one text to be like, "No CRT here," and he's like, "Why would you ever think there was ever CRT here?" Uh, I don't know. So, like, I I think that maybe that's it. That they are, you know, just as uh, regressive <clears throat> in their views, but uh they've figured out a way to do this so that they don't have to have nbc do a podcast about it it's still pretty wild if you think about it (laughs) that nbc did a podcast yes yeah and then it became like a national news story on like sunday night news and again um none of you know anyone who's hated them longer than i have that's right i'm an i'm an absolute original again like the this longest is what you've been this saying. is what i've been saying forever and it goes all the way back to in fact uh my cousins who played football at haltom high school who were like uh yeah you know these guys talk all this shit they're 3a mm-hmm. and they were 4a mm-hmm. then they were 5a Uh-oh. and then they added another thing called 6a and they just kept beating the brakes off of everybody mm. but it is kind of odd though um it's not that odd for you because you don't live there, but it is kind of odd to feel like I'm literally at the crucible of like the worst part of American culture war issues, and I just live there. And I mean, I chose whenever this to stuff happens, whenever this stuff happens, I yeah, I don't I don't live there, but like I'm like, man, look at what's going on in America, and it happens to be 20 minutes from me. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's it is jarring. I'm sure it's more jarring if you're within the the boundaries, but. Yeah, and sometimes like uh, you know, I've had a bunch of P1s DM me about stuff like this over the past couple of years because um we actually had a, a longtime IJB listener whose mom was a longtime school board member there and she just bounced. Sure. Like she eventually was just like, this is not worth having to raise this amount of money to try to Yeah, I, I just I think she was a former teacher. She doesn't like the paycheck. No, I mean I think it was basically basically just that she's like this is not really what I signed up for 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, and now, like, I, I will have people hit me up and be like, you know, 
I, I, I think about getting involved. I want to get involved, but I don't know if that's really worth it. And I worry to an extent, like if you become that type of person who gets involved, like are your kids treated differently? You know, if you're like a incendiary personality in local politics, like that seems shitty. Yeah. I felt like to an extent my mom was, you know, and it was mainly like- You just wish that the other side was as concerned about these things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, yeah, my mom would get like involved in like youth association politics and- I have no doubt. Of course. God, was there- any screaming meetings because of Joe got a, a tiebreaker the wrong way. There were, it wasn't really about like on the field stuff, but yeah, she's always been a woman who, if she perceived some unfairness, she would uh, let that be known. And I, yeah, I, no, I could I, feel I, it. I, yeah. And I, she has my support. I think it's a, you know, fighting for your kids is a good thing, but she would fight for other kids too, you sure. know? And it just, it, but it would also piss people off. And well, I sometimes felt it's like they hate the kids. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. Like I where do. you're like, ah, is this guy being an asshole to me because my mom yelled last night at a meeting? Yeah. So ultimately, I'll probably just sit on the sidelines, do nothing, hope for the best, and try to pay for her college. I have been thinking about, and I don't know, dude. I mean, you do this podcast. That's. <laughs> What a, what a hero. Well, I'm just saying, it's like more, <laughs> I, I think that we've done more to uh, to influence, certainly than the average person that doesn't have a podcast. But like, you know, we're, we're presenting our ideas. We consider them to be good ideas. Uh, I think, and like, as far as trying to find a way to do it where you're not, like, I, I don't think that as a result of the podcast, you're going to regularly have people attacking your kid. Like, uh, so yeah. we're, we've found a way to like, you know, present as, something that people who want it uh you know and i i, I would if, if we set the bar at one would you agree that there's one person who uh would have been in favor of crt bands but over the course of listening has been convinced that maybe there's another way to see it you you did a great job there uh yeah that's, that's <laughs> valuable not everyone gets one sure um as far as the like what you're talking about there of uh this is just you got close enough to something that's been knocking around in my head for a while. Uh, and so you're going to have to hear about it. Um, the, you know, your mom's getting mad at a meeting and then, uh, you know, the, the teacher shows up the next day or whatever, and you don't even really know that the meeting happened or did anything happen there. But right. like, like just, there's a second world that's occurring whenever you're a child, the world of adults. And I don't have, I mean, like I just didn't, you know, I mean, like, uh my upbringing had its challenges for me that's obvious enough but it wasn't like uh super hectic you know like we didn't have like just all kinds of wheels off family members you know like some people uh maybe people in this room have uh wheels off grandparents you know like i just had four normal ass uh, grandparents had yeah absolutely Indeed. they all had a pretty tough time with the rest pandemic, in peace tc um but, uh, you know, so I didn't have like that much of this kind of thing come up and this isn't even like directly me, but, uh, I was, I was hanging out with, I mean, I, I don't know that I do want to identify him, but he did already come up and me and Austin were having a great time on a Friday night on Greenville Avenue. Uh, just like, you know, talking, it was the first time we'd seen each other in a while. And it's not like all the time that we get together and they're like, man, remember elementary school? Uh, but it's tight when we do. And I had a wonderful time doing it. 
And uh, I had recently learned something about, like, I, I didn't know as a child that uh, members of his family had struggled with serious drug addiction. And like, you know, so I was and like, I don't know, like, you know, people I knew, you know, like, wow. Uh, and I, I think that the ones that I knew well, it was like something in their past, you know, of like at a certain point they had kicked opioids. Like, wow. Yeah. And which like, I didn't know that there were people that, I mean, like, of course there are, but like, I had no idea. I grew up like around someone who like, before I was born, like had to like climb out of that hole, you know? Had trafficked in the Madeline world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I just, it, it looks to me like it's a hard fucking thing that like not a lot of people, like, you, you know, you can be off it for a while, but like, you know, having a really successful career and like things going great and everything like that, it, I don't know. It seems like a difficult task to me. Uh, the HBO documentary Life of Crime is how I anticipate most of those kinds of things going. Uh, it's, it just follows some, uh, heroin addicts in, uh, Newark, New Jersey. Oh yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's super old, right? Uh, well they, they had one where the documentary maker followed him for like a year and then, uh, he kept on going back. Yeah. So they released one like last year where it's like 20 years. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, it's tight. I mean, you know, it's, if you, you probably got the point after the first one. The one guy's dead, right? Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but They're none of them are doing well. Okay okay um that's tough yeah uh but so the you know I, I i learned all this and i'm like wow there's a second world going on behind me but then he was like yeah uh my uncle died of it and like i kind of recall him having a, an uncle that died uh but certainly it was never told to us like you know he overdosed on opioids uh but he was like yeah and whatever it was like you know whatever they found out whatever they like got the call and it's like emergency response time uh they what what did they what what are we going to do with the kids i remember this this is one of the most vivid weekends like recollections of my entire childhood we went to see independence day okay and they were sending him to see independence day so they could get some space to figure out what the fuck to do with his overdosed uncle yeah, it's rough, man. Just blows my mind. Like, yeah, that's somebody there. that you just knew and <laughs> and like he had didn't no know idea any more that that than worked. I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what's weird about that, man? And and I wonder how much you know. I, I certainly don't think this was intentional by any means. And I've told you some of this before, but dude, I was always just super in the mix. Like, I I don't know if it was like because you know my mom was single for a little while but my mom wasn't single for that long like her and my my stepdad got married like a year and a half after my dad and my and my mom got divorced but i mean my stepdad was working at night you know like he was a cop and he would work the overnight shift and i just felt like i always had a really keen sense of like the bad shit that was going on in our life yeah and I, you know I, sometimes, I don't think i did see i sometimes think part of that too is like uh your parents being self-employed like yeah. running a business like it always feels like whatever's around the next corner is like dire yeah and i don't know i i, I don't really know why it was like that I know that I've talked to my brother about this and like he doesn't really feel that way. And maybe some of it is me like overstating it just based on the way I perceived it. But I, I felt like 
every single time something was going on with any of my mom's brothers or sisters, which there was a lot of the type of shit you were just talking about, I was super aware of it. That's surprising. I just, I would think that, I'm sure that they did, like, try to keep that from you. Yeah, I, again, I don't, I don't know if it was, like, accidental, intentional, what the deal was, but, like, you know, you've met my cousin. I have. Uh, and they always had something tough. Yeah. You know, they always had, like, some sort of tough situation. Their house burned down or... You know, they moved away and then they came back for whatever reason, all these different things. And I just remember always like feeling like somehow I was like in the mix. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's hard for me to blame myself for that as a nine-year-old, but I guess there's a chance somehow I was like forcing my way into these things. It seems unlikely though. Yeah. I I don't (laughs) think I would be inclined to blame you as a nine-year-old. But it's weird though. Like... I do remember one time like having a, a conversation with a friend who's a, a huge P1 now who lived up the street from me and I didn't talk to him for like years after high school and like mm-hmm. him just kind of like walking me through everything that his dad and his mom had going on and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they seem like a picturesque family and it was just a bunch of weird shit, man. Yeah, see. Bunch of weird shit. What like to bring it back to the Patriot Front living in Grapevine stuff, uh, like there's definitely a part of me where like I, I think that we allow like news portrayals of our of the places where we live to take too much of a precedent in our mind over our lived experience. Like if you're going around and all of the people around you seem like they love one another and they're good people and you're having a good time and you like spending time with them. I think it'd be a real tragedy if you let, you know, the fact that one fucking random shut in drove up to Idaho to protest the pride parade, you know, uh, like it's, this kind of how our minds work but that like, you know, you, you just, you, you want to be on guard about stuff like that. And, you know, you want to be like, but I don't I don't think you should overdo it. Like if you're living in Grapevine and you're having a great time, then I mean, it's quite possible that, you know, I mean, with the school boards, I, I think that most people don't vote in school board elections. I would assume that the stats bear that out. Sure. It's easy enough to look up. Sure. And uh, the ones that aren't voting, like I, I guess, you know, I, I fault them uh, for, for not uh, showing up and being like, I care enough about this to cast a vote. But it's it's not anywhere near the same as like. I'm going to dedicate my life to banning CRT from Grapevine schools. Uh, and so I think that the people that actually like virulently hate the idea that their children are being taught about diversity uh, are a very small percentage of the population, or at least not as not as big as you would think, like from, you know, the portrayals or whatever. But like the, that's that's how I want to see the world. Uh, but like the thing that does like, you know, eat away at the back of your mind uh, is kind of what you're talking about there of like you don't know what's going on in people's houses they're yeah. trying to present the front to you for a reason if they were a virulent racist they're not going to say that to every single person they come across i mean some people do uh you know i saw a video on tiktok of a guy who just saw some people walking down the street and was like attacking them for being jewish <laughs> yeah so some people like are, old classic are having some uh, yeah 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 uh are are you know going through mental issues and as a result uh can't help but say their views but most of them know that they can't say these views but they still very much hold them 
it, 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 I mean, you know, it's it's. I don't know how to balance it. You know, I don't know how to balance because like. What you're saying is, you know, that you knew this family down the street and you were see, saw them on a regular basis and, you know, they seemed great. And like now you're learning it was more complex than that. Quite a bit more complex than that. And yeah. I think that there's always, you know, I mean, like all of us are on some degree trying to uh, minimize public exposure of the worst aspects of our lives. Sure. Uh, and, you know, for some people that's pretty benign. And for other people, uh, you know, like they run Stormfront out of their basement. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't know how to balance all that, you know? Yeah, I don't really have a great answer for that one. That's, uh, I don't know. See, that's the weird thing too. Like we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago with like, with church and like small group because I think some people like get pretty open there mm-hmm. and like really kind of bear their soul. But I always felt like some people were also kind of like, running reverses yeah (laughs) yeah like you know i just think sometimes people are are going out of their way almost in public forums to to make something seem like one way when they're when they're another i don't know whatever it doesn't matter yeah i mean if you're really like if you wake up every day being driven by the fear that someone's going to find out your dark secret then then you exactly reverses is the first thing you're going to do yeah I watched the uh, the Jimmy Savile Seville. So I, I've really struggled with this name Savile. I watched the Jimmy Savile documentary uh, driving home from Gulf Shores. He's a uh, BBC. He was the top of the pops host. He also hosted a big show in Britain called Jim Will Fix It. And uh, after his death, was revealed to have uh, molested more than four hundred children. And uh, wow, it's uh, it's 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 the Epstein of Britain, uh, and but not Prince Andrew. Yeah, we kind of already had that. <laughs> that's 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 a fine point. Maybe there's a couple of them. Yeah, um, and uh, just it's, I you know I, I don't know like that if I wasn't interested in the the subject material that it would have been a great documentary, but I was very interested in the subject material, so it was a great documentary. Um, and uh, just the way that they kind of like portray how he's living with his secret like they they spend some time like talking to people who at least claim to have some insight into the mind of uh you know like people like this and you know just the like it was probably one of the biggest thrills it's just like him walking around knowing every day like i'm pulling one over like you know i've got hundreds of victims out there and i've won against every single one of them and uh uh he like would make statements sometimes to people of like could all end tomorrow and like Ugh. that that could be like a you know no no one's promised tomorrow like you know that's true enough he could get hit by a bus but whenever he's like whenever you find out the truth and you know that he must be thinking with the th- same thing he's always thinking which is that they could eventually catch me on this and it's crazy dude and he was asked about it like several times but he would just be like Comes with the territory when you're famous, you know, these fucking groupies, they're just gathered outside your door and like you just, you know, you piss off one of them and they just make up these stories. What are you going to do? And Dude, he spent time at Broadmoor. Do you know about Broadmoor? I don't think so. It sounds like a familiar word. Broadmoor is a psychiatric hospital in England. There was a This American Life about it. And it was basically a guy who... They were letting people molest patients in there? Uh, Well... Uh, actually him. Yes. 
Yeah. That was not the subject of the this of the this American life. Because that was most of his he was heavily involved in fundraising for hospitals. Yeah. And as a result, would get access to the hospitals in a way that seems ill advised in retrospect. Basically, they committed somebody who was in the classic uh I promise I'm not crazy. And they're like, well, that's what a crazy person would say. God, and they, yeah. I believe, spent their entire life there. Jesus fucking Christ. And it looks Oof. like hell if you ever want to look up Broadmoor Hospital. Yeah. Except for the part where you get to confab with a guy who Famous hosts. BBC <laughs> presenter. Yeah, the guy that yeah. does the kids show. Yeah, top of the pops. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, I, you know, it, it doesn't need to be a two-part documentary, but it is. So I, I don't know if you it's want to find tough. time for it. But, uh, you know, it was if you're driving home from Gulf Shores and otherwise bored, I highly recommend it. Was it not so weird for you to be, like, in the actual hearth of a place that you and I have spent so much time on drugs together? Like <laughs> it's this time great. With your family. I love it. I mean, you kind of, <laughs> like, just hunker. Like, we spend, you know, 90% of our time uh either in the the rented condo or on the beach in front of the rented condo uh and so we don't have like you know i i sent you guys the picture whenever i was by sea wind but that was i saw sea wind like twice that's not that far away is i mean it's five minutes small spot but you just whenever it's a vacation like that you're not going out and doing a lot you're you're there for the place that you rented um but you can feel the vibes absolutely and i love it (laughs) it's the best uh just going there like it's i kind of more was thinking about it in the reverse of like having like spent this time there now and like just it is just so great i love it as a place just because uh you know obviously i love the beach but it's and it's not it's not run down at all but it's the right amount of like the scuff is off (laughs) yeah i love that about it so where my parents ended up buying a house is uh it's not actually galveston yeah it's like a good hour, hour and 10 minutes, I guess, southwest of there, like Surfside Beach. And it's, the scuff is, is scuffed. And I, and I, I dig like it. it. I don't want, like, I mean, I, I'm sure I'd have a fun time at like whatever the glitziest beachfront in, in the world is. Or like I, a Destin or something. Yeah, but I. That's always I, like the analogous. I like, you know, 5% hepatitis. <laughs> exactly. And I exactly. get that in uh, in Gulf Shores, and so just breathing in that scene these last two years, and looking back and being like, I got to do hella drugs on this beach. <laughs> I just feel so lucky. What a blessed life! It's so dope that we got to do that all those times. Yeah, I once stayed up until nine a.m. and from five to nine a.m. I was in the ocean. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, uh, I started. It was <laughs> the best time of my life. You're not going to approve of this, but I was. I I was walking with uh with my nephew. He's uh he's seven, so he's not he's not that young. He's seven. And I was kind of trying to tell like I was I was thinking a lot because I found the video. I didn't even real I did not remember that I had taken a video of the Kendrick incident. You did? Yeah. Wow. I sent it to the group to, uh, listen, you're not breaking the news to me for the first time that you don't read every text in the group text. There's just so many. <laughs> There's a lot uh but i sent it to the group text i'll send it to you again uh but yeah i i knew that i had taken a video of the guy before the one who was good yeah and the the, the guy that kendrick had up before that yeah 
and uh, I was I was talking about it with Alex, so I was looking for the video, so like because I was trying to explain to him like. You know, it's not just that she said it. It's that she came on after a guy who immediately before, like, and he, like, was a minority and he wasn't saying it. Yeah. And then, you know, fuck it. What's her name? It's, like, Blaine or something. It's a real fucking... I was going to say, like, Kayla. Uh, it's something like that. It's in the video. She, because, yeah. Oh, it's Delaney. Ah! Her, her name's Delaney. Ah! And fucking Delaney from Alabama is just, like, fucking... Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. And so I was, I was trying, I knew I had the video of the guy. So I, I went and found that. And then I'm like, this video next to it is also of Kendrick's set. I wonder what that is. It's the whole thing. I got the whole thing. Wow. I'm very proud of myself. Tucker would have paid you tens. <laughs> Absolutely. But he can't have it, dude. I'm against his project. <laughs> um, but so I was thinking, it was on the top of my mind as I'm walking with my nephew. I was like, you know, I've seen some stuff here. <laughs> And I like, I was like, you know, so she said a thing she wasn't supposed to say. Well, what like, are what, you what? doing? <laughs> well, you know what a racial slur is? No. <laughs> it's not like I said the word. D-money. He needs to know what a racial slur is. No one needs to know that. I, everyone needs seven. to. At no, some point. That's, def- that's a definite no. I mean, I think you can. I was trying to find a way to explain it. I definitely explained it in a very benign way that I don't think he was scandalized. Now, the downside is I also don't think he understood a word that I said. Uh, but, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes uh, when you're in a group, like you just got some people have used words they use to describe groups that are not respectful and you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I, I think I would be pretty upset if in three and a half years from now, my brother tries to have this conversation <laughs> with you, 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 What I just said is offensive? It's not offensive. I just don't really think it's your place to be broaching the racial slur topic with your nephew. I mean, it was just kind of one thing led to another. I just found myself in a, a, a quicksand situation. <laughs> you need a producer. <laughs> like, you know, because I was just telling him, like, I saw some concerts and he was like, that's so cool. Like, we were really vibing. Leave was, it there. It great. You're like, oh, you know. Well, the walk uh, wasn't done. Future we got, Islands were awesome. I don't. I, I didn't want to just, like, be silent for the rest. I was trying to connect. You know, I was trying to reach out. And uh, this is, like, one of the good, t- like, you know, because you're usually, like, with the Did family. Did you show this- him the video? No, I didn't show okay, him the video. Okay, good. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> okay. She says it in the video. I'm not, I don't want him to know the word. He's okay, not good. ready to know. Because he was like, what is it? And I was like, listen, dude, I don't say it. Ever. So You're already not like saying so far in the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even funny. So far in the danger zone. Because it, it was like, we Can were going to. Can you please not have this conversation with my kid? <laughs> like ever? I mean, I didn't mean to with this one, so I make zero promises. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was like we were, going to all, we were all going to a restaurant. It was like right there. I'm like, I'll just walk. Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the active member of the family. Sure. And uh, he was like, I want to walk. I was like, hell yeah, me and him, bonding time. And I wanted to make the most of it. And I wanted to tell him, you know, like about cool stuff. And I was doing great so far. And then you just start, and then you can't just be like, yeah, I don't want to, I, I mean, you could just be like, never mind, I don't want to tell that story. But then he's going to be like, I don't I don't like doing that. I hate whenever people are like, dude, you know what's the best story? Nah, uh, nah, you know? nah. Yeah, no, nah, I'm against that. I don't want to do that to him. This is my big opportunity to bond with him. That's not how it's going to be spent. If I have to spend it explaining what a racial slur is, then I'd rather that. D- MK Ultra after that, or what are we... Uh, he definitely needs to know about that. What do we get into after that? <laughs> I mean, you know, then we just arrived at the restaurant. 
I, I wasn't I don't think he'd gotten the concept yet so I as far I didn't I, in, under that rubric I would say I didn't explain it to him because he still doesn't know what it is because we got to the restaurant and then I I'd stop talking about it. you'll double back <laughs> no I don't intend to um and then uh you know we're we're at the normal length for a, a podcast episode but I did have a, a thought that I wanted to share with you for you to t- you to take out into the world this is uh you have famously had the uh we we don't have enough pandemics going you said that in like 2019 that was a tough one (laughs) that's a a a bet that i made that i wish would not have hit yeah uh and so you know we're we're definitely versed in just looking at the uh the long scope of disasters and just kind of analyzing the trends and i was watching the uh the 2009 nicholas cage film knowing I just I, I was on TikTok and it showed me like a clip of knowing and I was like, that looks dope. I want to see that. How do I not know about that? Uh, it's like his kid his kid has a, a time capsule at his school, and the kids are the kids who put stuff in the time capsule were supposed to like draw the future, and the one he ends up with is just a list of numbers, and Nick puts together that the numbers are correlated to disasters. But the kid wrote it down 50 years ago. But she knew 9-11 was going to happen. Pretty oh, wow. That's okay. just where, and we're just going from there. Okay. And so that's what I saw in the TikTok clip. And I was like, I got to see this shit. And so I did. It was dope. Uh, and in it, uh, Nick Cage is uh, one of the key plot points is a recent hotel fire. And I did have something go off in my head where I was like, eh, I don't think we do that anymore. Hotel fires? And I looked it up. You will have, it's not like it's down to zero, but they have a Wikipedia for American hotel fires by decade. And if you're going back to the 70s, that thing is chock full. Really? And if you look at the 2000s, there's one entry. I think that we're pretty much done with hotel fires. Yeah, I mean, it's not that often that we, you know, actually solve a problem. So I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, I know there was like a big one in Puerto Rico that uh that like there was a lot of like every time one of these happen like you kind of think that the best way of solving this stuff isn't really to just wait until it happens and then uh you know be like well fuck we should do something different but that they did that enough that it it, it did come around like they have done enough reforms in the face of drastic hotel fires that we don't really have hotel fires anymore. This is just good news of the week, you know? <laughs> yeah. Pick up a phone moment Monday or Wednesday. Just go because out there, feel great about staying at hotels. All I previously knew was that it must have at some point big, uh, been a big enough problem for there to be a band called Burning Hotels. But I'm <laughs> pretty sure that dude nailed my girlfriend. Mm, fuck him. And then I think he also got to play with Billy Joe Armstrong at the Green Day Blink show. I hate him. That was a tough one. I brought it up to him several years later, and he was very confused. Oh, okay. Ooh, Billy Joe? No. You're like, you remember Hotel Fire? There's like at least five people listening to this right now who know who I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he hooked up with my girlfriend. It was it Jared Leto? It was not. It was I not. remember but that show. It was a show. cool band name. I didn't go to that show, but I, I just remember being flagrantly jealous that there was kids at, at Williams High School that did. It was at Starplex? It was. It was for the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket Tour? It was, yes. It was not the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. They were doing a weird deal where Green Day and Blink-182 were like every other nighting. Yeah. yeah the yeah. headline. But this night they had they had Blink headline. And yeah. they had a kid up there to play. 
And then I'm pretty sure he had sex with my girlfriend. That's not cool, man. It happened a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> now you've ended up in a, a stable relationship based yeah. on love. And that's what we wanted to see for you. And we're happy it happened. Look at that. It's just about being humble. We'll see you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.